Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing Podcast. I am your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing. All right, guys. The game I personally have been waiting for all season, and if you've been listening to my show since the beginning, thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. I have talked about North Carolina since January. And some of that animosity towards North Carolina goes to their preseason ranking, which I have a treat for you coming up in just a minute. But it goes to that preseason number seven that didn't make much sense to me. But the animosity towards this team started last year when they were just chirping and chirping and chirp, 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 that they're going to do this, that, and the other to Notre Dame. And that, that, just, that just didn't happen. I mean, we, we pretty much shut them down. Because as it turns out, they do have talent, but they're not a team. And some things that they weren't good at last year, they're still not good at, and they got even worse at it, if you can believe that. So I've been looking forward to doing this episode so much. I know there's always a game or two we're always looking forward to as Notre Dame fans. Obviously, USC, um, you know, leading into this season, it was like, oh, the Wisconsin game. Oh, Cincinnati was a college football playoff dark horse. You know, uh, then there was this game, the North Carolina game, which for some people might not have been as high on the list. For me, it was. Just people being idiotic, dating back to last year. Then you get this preseason because of Sam Howell. Like... I could go on a rant. Oh, wait. I did go on a rant. And for those of you that are new listeners, I'm going to bring you back to May. 18 episodes ago. This is episode 36. So it's funny how it worked out. 18 episodes ago on number episode number 18, I went on a glorious rant about the absurdity that is North Carolina football and what they were projected to be. I called this in May, guys. This is how obvious it was. I'm just a dude with a microphone and an iPhone making a podcast in Texas, and I saw how absurd the preseason ranking number seven for North Carolina was. So, if you're a new listener... I'm not going to make you go back and find the 22-minute mark of episode 18. I'm going to give it to you right now. And if you heard the rant in May from episode 18, do me a favor. Crack a beer. Get comfortable. And sit back for the next 12 minutes. Well, I absolutely rip North Carolina and as you will see again I did this in May I could not have been more right in 
And then we'll come back and we'll get into why I was right and how right I was and how bad North Carolina is this year. So, all right, get your beer, get your whiskey. You know, at Faithful Irish, get your whiskey. Jimmy Gallagher, get your whiskey. Craig, get your vodka. Beef, get your blue cans. All my boys, whatever your drink of choice is, grab it now. Crack it open, pour it out, whatever you need to do. And sit back and enjoy the next 12 minutes. Because I had fun. And I want to bring that fun back to the 5 Foot Nothing, 100 Nothing podcast. Enjoy. And now we get to game eight. At home against the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. I've got a whole page on this one. I've talked about it already in past episodes. (sighs) Strap in, guys. I am going to tear down UNC like you wouldn't believe. And me, me and Beef. Casey, if you if you got time, yeah, watch it for the changes. If you want 30 minutes, me and you can just rant and rave about the ridiculousness that is North Carolina's hype. Marty, you can get it on the action too. Anybody, hit me up. Five foot nothing pod at gmail.com. If you want a 30 minute just North Carolina tear down and destruction, I am all for it. Because the re- why they are ranked number seven preseason is beyond me. It's just absolutely beyond my comprehension. My head hurts thinking about it. It it hurts. Like I I was writing the notes for this and I'm like laughing and uh, I, I felt like the Joker. I'm laughing and I'm going, what the hell the fuck are they seventh? Like, I'm, la- I'm laughing, but in an angry way and sarcastically. Like, I'm pushing my pen hard into the paper. Like, this doesn't make any sense either. It's ridiculous. And they're in the ACC. They're not in the weak-ass Pac-12 or the uh, American Athletic Conference. They're in the ACC, which, by the way, houses Clemson last time I checked. But, oh, they're going to be good this year. Look out, Jackson. Hello. No. Not to mention a team like uh, Miami is to be talked about. We just talked about Florida State that might be good. But North Carolina, that's the team. Let's discuss why they're not the team. Okay? First of all, I don't know how good Sam Howell is. I, I'm, it, it seems like he's going to be an NFL quarterback. But you know who he's not? You know who this guy is not? He is not Michael Vick. He is not Vince Young. He's not Ken Newton. He's not any other quarterback that we've seen in history that has carried their entire fucking team. He's not that guy. I know he's not that guy. Because he could have beat Notre Dame with two 1,000-yard rushers that are, by the way, in the NFL now. He could have beat Notre Dame with two NFL wide receivers. Because Michael Vick and Vince Young were doing with a bunch of nobodies. They were doing the whole damn thing. Cam Newton. Auburn was just another team. They were kind of good, kind of not. Cam Newton shows up. They're national champs. Why? Because of Cam fucking Newton. That is not who Sam Howell is. He's probably an NFL quarterback. He's good. Yes. But last time I checked, football is a team sport. Despite what Michael Vink, Michael Vink, I got Vince Young and Michael, Michael Vick, Vince Young, and Cam Newton showed, it is still a team sport. And it is the ultimate 
team sport. Because if you don't have, I don't know, your offensive line blocking for you, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't have your receivers catching the ball, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't have running backs that can balance your passing attack, it doesn't matter how good you are as a quarterback. And I'm going to talk about their offensive line in a second because this is funny. But first, let me go back to these 2,000-yard rushers and the two NFL wide receivers that are now not on North Carolina's roster. The wide receivers last year had those two, just those two, had 109 catches for 1,783 yards. That accounted for 46% of Sam Howell's completions and 49.7% of his yards. So you're trying to tell me that he's going to lose? Just called half. I mean, we'll round up. Half of his yards at 49.7 and nearly half of his receptions from the receiver position. And they're going to get better? They're going to get better. They're going to get better than 8-4. and four. That's what you're telling me. Hold on. Let's go further with it. How about those two NFL running backs? What did they do? Outside of rushing for 1,000 yards apiece, they combined for 50 catches and 572 yards. So let's add that to the 109 and 1783, and you end up with – Sam Howell losing 67% of his receptions and 65.6% of his yards. So 67% of his completions were to those four guys. They are now not on the team. 66% of his yards went to those four guys. They are no longer on the team. And they got better. But hold on, hold on, hold your horses. I have good news, North Carolina fans, if you're listening. I hope you're not because you're not going to like it. North Carolina, good news. You have all five of your offensive linemen back. All five, baby, they are so back. Yes, they are. I don't know that you want it, though. Do you want this? Do you, this is what you want back. You know where North Carolina's offensive line ranked in sacks allowed last year? 120th, one, two, zero. You know how many teams played college football last year? 127. There were seven teams worse than them. They averaged over three sacks given up per game. Or no, right at three. It was like right at three. Three sacks a game. So your all-world quarterback is spending a lot of time on his ass. That's what that tells me. But they're back. Don't worry. Oh, they are so back. And I was kind of frustrated. I couldn't find any advanced rushing statistics. That would have been helpful because I'm betting that those two running backs had a ton of yards after contact and probably very little yards rushing before contact. So please bring that offensive line back. We are excited. Why am I excited as a Notre Dame fan, you might ask? Well, let me tell you this. You know how many sacks Notre Dame had last year against North Carolina? Six. You know how many of those sacks are returning? Four. Two of the sacks were by Eddie Ogundeji, who is now in the NFL. But the other four sacks were by current active members of the Notre Dame football team who will be there in South Bend against North Carolina this year. And I mentioned it once already. I'll mention it again. Notre Dame's strength this year is our defense, not just our defense, but our defensive line. 
because they were very active last year, and most of them are back. All we lost was Dalen Hayes and A.D. Ogundeji. You still got Kurt Heinis. You still got MTA. You still got Riley Mills. You still got the Emmy and Dola brothers. Like, what? what's going to happen? We beat him 31-17 to last year, and Sam Howell played like dog shit. He threw for 211 yards. And those all-world running back combined for 85 yards rushing. Like, I, I don't get it. And they're like, well, they recruit really well, guys. They're, Mac Brown's the recruiting guru. He's the man. Okay. Their last three recruiting classes. They were ranked 30, 13th, and 14th. Okay, 13th and 14th, solid. That's respectable. Except Notre Dame's recruited better in all but one of those years. Reminder, Notre Dame was 15, 18, 9. 15 um, is better than 30. 18 isn't as good as 13. 9 is better than 14. So again, I ask you, how in God's green earth are we having better recruits replace our losses they have less, and they got better. I, I don't get it. And here's the fun thing. Again, I'll go back to this. Notre Dame is replacing their offensive line. Yes. By game eight, I assure you Notre Dame's offensive line will be together. And I have a lot more confidence that Notre Dame will figure it out. We are fucking O-line you. And you can debate that all you want. And it's it's worth a debate. Yes. but. I don't. I didn't go through it, but I could raffle off. I don't know how many Notre Dame offensive line that are currently starting in the NFL. So yeah, I'm going to put more stock in what Notre Dame is going to replace on the offensive line versus what North Carolina is going to replace because Mac Brown's there. Oh yeah, Mac Brown. He turned. Just you flip a switch. That's all you had to do. He didn't know he, there was a special switch. You just flip, and all of a sudden you get recruits and you're better. I this North Carolina hype is an absolute joke. It's absurd. It is absolutely absurd. And again, Notre Dame, that defense that shut down those two NFL running backs, those two NFL wide receivers, and this all-world quarterback, they're only losing Jeremiah Usakaramoa. That's kind of a big deal, I'll admit. But the other linebackers that are going to replace him all played last year and did a fine job. Then we're losing Dalen Hayes, who is kind of a rotational guy. And then Adi Ugandeji, who, yes, he was good, but we've got DNs that can come in. And we lost Nick McLeod at the cornerback position. Okay. Here's a fun little caveat that some people don't know. Fun little nugget. You know who didn't play in that North Carolina game? Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton did not play. And it was at North Carolina. And we still shut them the fuck down. So now, all of a sudden... They're going to lose all their production and come back and be better? Based on what? Hopes and dreams and fucking rainbows? I don't get it. I don't get it. There is no business for them to be ranked 7th or being talked about in the way they're being talked about. This Keep, keep this one in mind. Game 8, North Carolina. Remember this information. I'm not going to re-rant the whole thing. But I'm probably going to come up to the edge. I'm going to overlook the the dive. Yeah, I'm going to be on the high dive looking over. Do I go down this rant again? Because it's going to come up here in about 
15 minutes. North Carolina is not good, guys. They are not good. Sam Howell is. But it's a team sport last time I checked. And you got five offensive linemen that are coming back that sucked last year, and you're losing I don't know how much production from 2,000 yard, 2, yards worth of rushing and over 2,000 receiving yards. Like, it, <laughs> I can't get there. And we're back. How fun was that? <laughs> uh, okay, the only thing, real quick, I wasn't exactly right about is our offensive line. Still seems to have some issues. But we've gotten better. We've tried some different things. It looks better. But um, that, I guess, little misstep in my projection, that aside, you're about to hear how right I was about everything I said. And I hope you all enjoyed it. hope you downed a beer, killed some whiskey. JJ, uh, I forget the name of your fancy whiskey that you have a hard time finding. I hope you had a glass of it listening to me <laughs> go on about North Carolina. And that was five months ago. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. Now we get to play the game. So, as we go, uh, watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Because this game just gets to me. This team gets to me because of all the hype. And preseason, Notre Dame's going to lose all these games. Remember that bullshit? We're going 7-5 and because we're going to lose to North Carolina and Wisconsin and USC. And uh, we lost to Cincinnati. Damn it. But, ah. North Carolina. That's all that matters right now. So, you heard everything I just said back in May. Now, Notre Dame hasn't looked perfect. We are 6-1, and one, but we haven't looked perfect. I get it. But please, please, someone explain to me how we're only a 3.5 point favorite at home. Where is the logic? So what you're telling me, you know, I'm just going with conventional, like, betters rules. You get three points for being a home team, so we're a half-point favorite over the clusterfuck that is North Carolina? Come on. And after how we looked against USC, when we missed a field goal and took a knee at the doorstep, and we still won by 16 points? Or no, 15 points. Uh, but we could have won that game by 22 to 30 points. And I, I don't want to play the word it could have, should have. All I'm saying is our offense looked very different. I said it just two days ago when I re- recapped the USC Notre Dame game. Our offense looked different in a very, very good way. And now if we can just smooth out those edges, like putting Buckner in the ideal fucking Buckwild package, like first and goal from the four, just for starters, but to to look like we looked, to have our defense doing what it's been doing since the first few games. The offense, was, in the beginning, there were, you could argue the defense had its, had its hiccups, had its hurdles. Well, guess what? We cleared them. We fucking Carl Lewis the shit out of those hurdles. 
and the defense is is rolling now. Like we we are playing well. Yeah, okay, there's a few things that aren't you know perfectly crystal and amazing, but they're also still their kids, it's college and USC for example has talent. You know, Virginia Tech has some talent. It, you still got to do your part. I don't, you know, there's no other way around it. But the fact of the matter is defense looks good. And we've got that shit seems to be figured out. And now if our offense looked like it did, do you, do you really think... I, I got to pause because I, if I say this and it goes south, I'm going to look like an idiot. But do you really think we're going to do what we did against USC and go backwards from that? Because I sure as fuck don't. I think we're going to expand upon that and get better and smooth out the edges and look better. And then we're going to take on a team that lost to Virginia Tech 17-10 and had no points in the first half. We're going to play a team that gave up 45 points to Georgia Tech and was losing 27-7 in the third quarter. We're going to play a team that lost to Florida fucking state and was losing 21-10 at the half. And we're only three and a half point favorites. Go fuck yourself. Whoever's making betting lines. Go fuck. Oh my god. I like I'm already irritated. I don't know what North Carolina, I don't know who Mac Brown is sucking off. Uh uh for in Vegas, uh in the AP. Uh I don't know if he just goes around handing out blowies, but he's making a lot of people very, very fucking happy. And they're like, you know what? We should really put North Carolina as the number seven best team in the country. And you know what? I, I've seen what they've done. I've seen what Notre Dame does. And it's in South Bend. And it's probably going to be colder than what North Carolina is used to. So therefore, three and a half point favorite. Clear as day. So go bet your ass on Notre Dame. Bet it all. Anybody in New Jersey or in a betting state? Because I can't do it from Texas. I would really love to bet this game. I really, really would. I got a wedding coming up. I could really cover a lot of costs. If Notre Dame, uh, not if, <laughs> if, uh, I could really cover a lot of costs when Notre Dame wins by four points or more. And it's going to be more. Okay. Like, let, let's let's get into it, okay? Like, I'm not already into it, right? Um, fuck North Carolina. Tar, tar shit. No, no, shit heels. They stepped in shit. It's not tarred shit. They're the shit heels. So lose to Virginia Tech, who, by the way, we beat. I know it wasn't pretty, but that's that's like our it's a coaching thing right there. That isn't a player thing. We just didn't have the right dudes. But nonetheless, a fucking win's a win. They lost. We didn't. They had no points after the half. Sam Howell, let me let let me bust out my trusty notes. Sam Howell against Virginia Tech, dominating performance. 17-32. Ooh, just a smidge above 50%. Well played, sir. With uh, 208 yards passing. Is that good? I don't think that's good, guys. One touchdown to three interceptions. That, man, if that isn't Heisman caliber, I don't know what is. Oh, and he's their only fucking weapon. Because they lost a bunch of dudes to the NFL. If you heard my rant. So then they play Georgia State. 
and they went 59 to 17. Not surprised. But it's worth noting that it was only 24 to 10 at the half. But Howell, 21 completions, 352 yards, three touchdowns. Okay, cool. How about you do it against Georgia instead of Georgia State? You piece of shit. Virginia, they won 59-39. But that's misleading because it was 38-31 in the third quarter. It was actually a close game. They were giving up all kinds of points because that's what they do. They're really good at the giving up the points thing. Howell, he was efficient. I'll give him that. 14-21, that's okay. 307 yards, eh. But he was efficient. Five touchdowns, but he did have a pick. That's something he, he likes to throw picks. He threw three in the first game, then he threw one against Virginia, threw one against Florida State, one against Miami. He's good for a pick, it seems like. Georgia Tech, they lose 45-22. Gave up 45 points to Georgia Tech? Imagine what Georgia would do. Drop the state, drop the tech. Go play Georgia and see how you fare. I'm not saying Notre Dame would win. All I'm saying is all the fanfare and hype North Carolina got preseason number seven. You'd think they'd be able to compete with a team like Georgia, but I doubt that. So they were just getting run out of the fucking stadium by Georgia Tech. They were losing 27-7 to in the third quarter. And Howell, 25-39. That's a lot of passes. Not... I guess that's a decent number of completions. 306 yards and only two touchdowns. Again, against Georgia Tech? That's not very Heisman-like. Then they go play Duke. Yeah, okay, they went 38-7. to Shocker. They were up 24 to nothing at the half. Shocker. They should do that. You know, if, if you're preseason number seven, you should be beating Duke 38-7. to Hell, not awesome. 18 of 32, that's barely 50% again. 321 yards, three touchdowns. I guess the yardage and touchdown totals are good, but 18 of 32, that's no bueno. Florida State! We let Florida State back in the game because we decided to go three-man fronts, and then we stopped playing football offensively. Jack Cohn was lighting it up and ended up with 366 yards passing, but he only threw for like 50 in the last quarter and a half, and all we do is put the game away. But hey, we won. North Carolina did not. Not only did they not win, they were losing 21 to 10 at the half to Florida State. Oh, man. And uh, Howell, oh, another, another. Oh, by, by the way, it was 35 to 17 at one point uh, in, in the uh, Florida State North Carolina game. Howell, let's, let's discuss this. Heisman-like performance. 17-32. Barely 50% again. He's good at that. 203 yards. Ooh, barely cracked the 200-yard mark. Two touchdowns and one pick. That sounds a lot like the Virginia Tech numbers. Virginia Tech, 17-32. Florida State, 17-32. Virginia Tech, 208 yards. Florida State, 203 yards. In those two games, he's a barely a 50% passer and had three touchdowns and four picks. And I'm not saying they're good, but let's be honest. Florida State's defensive line did give us some trouble. Virginia Tech's defensive line gave us a little bit of trouble. And that leads to bad numbers. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna get to their offensive line troubles. Is, and that's why Florida State's and Virginia Tech's defensive line gave North Carolina troubles. We'll discuss that. And 
the last game they have on their docket, because they were off last week, as a reminder, they had a bye. The last game they played, they squeaked by Miami 45-42. to They got 42 points to Miami, who I believe is 2-4 and four, or 2-5 and five now. Remember when they were supposed to be good? But this was a weird game because North Carolina was up 14 at the half, but then they let Miami back in, and Miami outscored North Carolina in the second half. Basically, Miami won the second half, North Carolina won the first half, 45-42. But Howell, he is just lighting it up. 17-26, eh, better than 50%. 154 yards, that's, that's crushing it. I mean... If you can't throw for 154 yards, then what are we even doing? Two touchdowns, one pick. So, that's all the games. Takeaway, Howell ain't shit. Takeaway, North Carolina, anytime they play anybody worth a damn, they ain't shit. Good for them. They beat up on Georgia State and Duke. I'm, I'm impressed. With three and a half point favorites, guys. Go, go bet it. If you live... Nathan, you're in Vegas. If you listen to this, Nathan Erbach, you're in Vegas. Go go bet. Get, I'll hit you up. I'll send you some money. We'll, we'll figure out a way to do this because this is – I'll put my money where my mouth is. Fuck the Tar Heels. God. This is – oh, man. So I'm going to start with their defense because their offense. That's where I'm going to have the most fun. Let's call it what it is. All right. Let's call it what it is. Their offense is going to be fun to talk about. But defensively, uh, you can run on them. The, their passing defense, it gives, they give up 219 yards a game, but they give up 160 yards rushing per game and 4.2 yards a carry. You know what that sounds a lot like? That sounds incredibly similar to <gasps> USC. Now, USC only gave up 148 yards versus 160 yards per game, but they were giving up 4.3 yards a carry, and North Carolina gives up 4.2 yards a carry. You're going to see the very similar theme defensively that North Carolina and Southern California are very... UNC, USC, just change out a letter. It's almost the same defense. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of the same stuff. Again, how in the fuck are we three-and-a-half-point favorites? It it should be 10. Minimum. Minimum 10. Anyway. So, 4.2 yards a carry. Overall, they give 379 yards per game, which ranks 53rd. Oh, golly. What does that sound like? <gasps> USC gave up 382 yards a game. 55th in the country. 53rd? 55th. 379 yards? 382 yards. It's the same defense. Statistically. But it gets even more crazy, the similarities. You know, and if you're wondering where Notre Dame kind of fits into that spectrum, we rank 48th overall defensively. We give up 369 yards per game. But we we seem to do a good job of limiting points, especially after the first few games. We've really kind of brought, brought that down. You know, the points per game is what matters. You know, yards per game are nice, and they, they're... They're important. They're a very big piece of the puzzle. But the points on the scoreboard is what matters. So, points on the scoreboard. North Carolina gives up 29 points per game. You know what USC gave up? 28. Again, almost the same defense. 29 points per game, 28. 
And Notre Dame's at 23 points per game. But I think if you looked at the last several games, that number is actually lower. It's closer to 20. You know, we started off not so great. But North Carolina has given up points. They gave up 35 to Florida State, 42 to Miami, 45 to Georgia Tech, 39 to Virginia. This team gives up points, man. They do. You know what else they're not great at? Sacks. Only two per game. That's it. Two per game. You know who has a very similar number? USC. 1.6 per game. Almost the same defense. And if we keep doing the, the Jack Cone, up-tempo, boom, 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 sacks were not – we only got sacked once last game. And the only time we got sacked is when we had a 24-3 lead and then we decide to do the same offense that didn't work. This methodical, slow-developing – oh, sack. Shocker. So – they're very similar. You know what else is very similar? Turnovers. They only get 1.4 per game. Same exact number as USC. We're literally playing a very, very, very similar defense. Only they're worse against the run, which could be beneficial to what we're trying to do. So, I feel like we should expect similar results. You know, I'll give you. I'll give you my. Uh, I'll say it again, but I'll give you my prediction right now. We're going to win thirty-eight twenty-one. We're going to get to thirty-eight, and I, I don't. I almost want to say North Carolina is going to stay under twenty, but something I'm going to. I'll talk about here in a second with their offense. Uh, they they could get to twenty twenty-one points. But the two guys we got to look out for for them is Miles Murphy. Defensive end, he's got 20 tackles and four sacks. He can he can do some things. And a fun thing, uh, my Clemson fans that like to listen to this show, Marty Beef, it it I literally spent almost 10 minutes. I'm like Miles Murphy, did he transfer? Nobody, I, I didn't know that. I feel like I would have heard something about that. What in the hell, Miles? Mur- Turns out it's not. It's literally spelt the same. They're both sophomores, not the same. Miles Murphy, not even close. So, from different states, I just it. I was like, "What?" The? It took me a minute to figure out it was a different Miles Murphy. Literally spelled the same, all that kind of stuff. But both are good. Go figure that out. So, if your last name is Murphy and you want a kid to be good at football, name him Miles with a Y though. M Y L E S seems to be working. But the other guy is Cedric Gray, linebacker, uh, second leading tackler, but he's got two picks and a forced fumble. So. We we gotta you know kind of make sure those guys don't cause any issues. Cedric Gray, Miles Murphy. The other takeaway was outside of the linebacker, their leading tackler is a defensive back. And then there's a defensive back, a linebacker, two more defensive backs, then a linebacker, then another defensive back is their leading tacklers. And what that tells me is that's how bad their run game is. All their tackles are being made on the second level. And or the third level. All the tackles are being made on the third level by their defensive backs. The the running game or their run defense is letting opposing running backs get past the D line, past the linebackers to the DBs. And that's who's making the tackles. And um, I like our chances with Kyron Williams back there. Just saying. I like our chances. You put him 
in the, in, on the second and third levels. Fireworks. Fireworks, my friends. Look out for Kyron Williams. He's going to be a guy to watch on Saturday night. Ah, all right, just finished my beer. Anyone else need another? No? Okay, let's keep going. All right, so I'm looking forward to watching our offense against this defense, which feels so much like what we just saw on Saturday night against USC. Not good against the run. They give up points. They don't get a lot of sacks. They don't get a lot of turnovers. Why can't we put up 38? Why can't Jack Cohen be efficient? He doesn't need to three for th- 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 throw for 300 yards. Because I think if you Jack Cohen goes for 240, and our running game between Williams and if Tyree's healthy or Diggs, you know, uh, our running game goes for another 180. Game, ball game. Like, that's it. Because you look at their offense. Let's get into it. And I'll start with what I started to say. The reason I think they can get to 20, 21 points offensively is they they just hit home runs. That's their whole offense. You look at Sam Howell's numbers. You know, even when he's throwing for 300, 300, 320, 350, he's only completing 18, 14, 21 or 25 passes, that was a big one, I guess. But 14 completions, 300 yards. 21 completions, 350. 18 completions, 320. It's all big shots. And I feel like we've cut that out from our defense, but their offense has that. And they, that's their only hope. That is their only hope. Because the other stuff they think they can do, they're not going to be able to do against us. So let's talk about it. I'm going to st- I'll, I'm going to work to their passing game because that's where they make their hay. Or, let me rephrase. That's where they're going to have to make their hay if they even want to compete with Notre Dame. And cover that three and a half points. Get out of town with that. Jesus. So the rushing game. You know, first, they're, they're overall, they, they average 471 yards of offense per game, which ranks 13th in the country. That's very good. 470 yards of offense is fantastic. I can't deny that. That's over 100 more than what we do. Notre Dame's at 369 a game. So they average 101 yards more than we do per game. So 102. 102 yards more. You know, we rank 83rd, they rank 13th. Their offense, statistically, is way better than ours. Which, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure that out you watch us play football outside of the usc game and i bet most people will go i bet most offenses are better than this and you would be correct there are 82 that are better than notre dame's so talk about their rush offense first they average 199 yards per game 5.1 yards per carry and i know what you're thinking like what that's that's a lot 200 yards a game? 5.1 yards a carry? How are we going to stop it? Like, what can we do to stop it? Um, Here's a thought. Just do what we did against Wisconsin and Cincinnati. For starters, Wisconsin is a lot better of a... Statistically, 
rush offense than North Carolina, and Cincinnati is just a little bit off the pace. Cincinnati and North Carolina are in the same, I think they're like five spots worse Cincinnati is. But they're, they're still like in the close to 200 yards a game. Wisconsin's over. Let's remind you what we did against Wisconsin and Cincinnati, who we can use as a barometer to be like, okay, well, how would we fare against a team that can run for 200 yards per game? Wisconsin averaged 2.8 yards a carry and 78 yards against Notre Dame. Cincinnati, 3.1 yards a carry and 93 yards against Notre Dame. So if North Carolina thinks they're going to come in and just run the ball, they should really watch the Wisconsin and Cincinnati tapes and be like, fuck, probably not going to be able to do that. Remember last year when we had those two NFL guys? Remember Javante Williams and Michael Carter? Remember those fellas? They're both playing significant minutes. I think Carter's now the starter for the Jets, which that's not great. I mean, it's the Jets. It's not hard to become a starter on the Jets, I suppose. But we held them combined, combined, 85 yards rushing. So I can't imagine they're thinking, oh, we're going to just run up down the field in Notre Dame. That's what we're going to do. Because nobody's done it yet. The only team that did it, which we learned from, was Florida State. That's because we put three down, three man fronts. Ridiculous. So if you think you're going to run the ball, you should probably readjust that formula. So let's throw the ball. <laughs> let's throw the ball. They're throwing for 272 yards per game, which is fine. I mean, Sam Howell is a 61% passer. Not awesome. 18 picks, or 18 picks, 18 touchdowns to 6 picks. Again, these aren't terrible, terrible numbers, but for someone that was supposed to be a Heisman guy, pretty fucking shitty. Just saying. Again, friendly reminder, he is not Michael Vick, or Vince Young, or Cam Newton, or Johnny Manziel, or Lamar Jackson, or any other Kyler Murray, any other quarterback you can think of that just took over a team in a game, and almost the talent around him didn't matter that much. Sam Howell ain't that guy. So, they throw for 270 a game. But here's, here, this is crazy to me, real quick. So, we have, we have trouble run blocking, right? And pass blocking when it comes to sacking or quarterback getting sacked. This is weird. North Carolina runs for 199 yards per game and 5.1 yards per carry. Now, for whatever reason, their offensive line cannot block when it comes to the passing game. I would say at all, but it's not pretty. So, I know we might have had a couple beers already, a couple whiskeys, but do you know how many times... This is a question, a little jeopardy. Do you know how many times Notre Dame has been sacked this year? Jack Cohn, Drew Pine, Tyler Buckner, all of it together, how many times we've been sacked? Do, 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 do. 25 times. Jack Cohn, 23. Drew Pine, twice. Tyler Buckner has yet to be sacked. So, and that's frustrating, right, guys? We hate that. Like, it's so annoying. Like, how many times are we going to just drives get killed because of sacks? I mean, forget the two from Pine. 23 times Jack Cohn has bit on his ass. 
That would be frustrating. I mean, it is frustrating. But could you imagine? Could you imagine if he was sacked 27 times? I mean, that's a lot. 27 times? Because that's how many times Sam Howell's been sacked. He spends a lot of time on his ass. <laughs> and the fucked up thing is he can actually run. What? How does that even work? He's been sacked 27 times, guys. 27 times. That is a stellar rate of 3.9 sacks per game, which ranks 125th out of 130 teams. For numbers' sake, Notre Dame ranks 118th. They are worse than us. How that's possible, I don't know. Because, again, I thought it was frustrating. And it is. But we're about to play a team that's worse? But, oh, they're number seven. Number seven preseason. So 27 sacks, that's 3.9 per game, ranks 125th. The sacks percentage, how many times he gets sacked per dropback? 11.2%. That ranks 122nd. Notre Dame's only at 9.3, 109th in the country. But again, I'm putting in perspective how bad we are. They are worse at it. Howell gets sacked more times at a higher frequency than Jack Cohn does. If you can believe that. <laughs> Like, when I saw that stat, I knew it was bad, guys. I knew it was bad. But I don't really dive deep into opposing teams' numbers uh, in the season until I do the preview. And I knew it was bad. I said it in May. Their offensive line sucks. Turns out, still sucks. Shocker. You're bringing back shit, and it's supposed to be better. Shit's still shit. Just saying. Which does, real quick, concern me about our offensive line going forward, but we seem to be changing things, moving things around. Blake Fisher should come back healthy. All the, we got a lot of stuff going on. We are actively making it better. Obviously, North Carolina isn't. They're making it worse. Because last year, they only averaged 3.2 sacks per game. They're up to 3.9. Well done. Well done. And in those 27 sacks, Sam Howell's lost 166 yards. And here's what kills me. This is amazing to me. He's lost 166 yards. That goes against your rushing numbers. He has still run for 494 yards and 5.1 yards per carry. Like, do, think about that. He still ran. He's losing six yards per sack and still averaging 5.1 yards per carry. That's crazy. He would be their leading rusher if he didn't get sacked, which I know he's never not going to get sacked, but 27 times for 166 yards, kind of a big deal. I mean, we know. I'm not speaking out of line. We know. Notre Dame fans, we know how much that sucks and destroys your drives and just kicks you right in the nuts. So let's keep kicking Sam Howell in the nuts. What do you say? And in my little 12-minute rant, I didn't even mention Isaiah Foskey or Jordan Botello. They're on our team, too, by the way. I, I really, really, really like our chances in this game. Sam Howell is going to... I hope they show up in all white. I, I want all white. I know the jersey be white. I want all white so the end of the game... Oh, it's, it's not real grass anymore. I don't know. There's a black, there's those black pellet stain uniforms. I just want him to look like he got beat the fuck up. I really do. That'd be tremendous. Just that pretty white jersey, not so much anymore with the white. I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll get some blood on it. 
That'll help. That'll look nice. Nice little shiny, shiny red stain somewhere. So yeah, that's their passing offense. Um, complete 60% of your passes and get sacked every other drop back. <laughs> but he still runs for 494 yards. So we do have to worry about that, guys. We do have to worry about that. Desmond Ritter did to us a little bit. Fucking Burmeister with a broken arm or whatever the hell. I never did follow up. Hope the man is okay. I don't wish injuries upon people. I do want them to get their dick knocked in the dirt, but I don't want them to get severely hurt. That's, that's not cool. But Burmeister ran all over us with Virginia Tech with a half arm. So Howell can move, guys. We just can't let him do it. Because their only running threat is Ty Chandler. He averages five and a half yards a carry. 588 yards on the season. I mean, he's doing some special things, but he's a seems like a running specialist. He only has seven catches on the season. Because their only other threat in terms of running the ball is a guy, DJ Jones. He gets like five to seven carries a game. You know, nothing super special. And he's only got eight catches on the season too. So it, that's... It's Ty Chandler running the ball, it's Sam Howell running the ball, and Sam Howell throwing the ball. Who is he throwing the ball to? Um, just like last week, guys, we're playing a very similar team. He throws the ball only to Josh Downs, who has, on the season, Josh Downs has 60 catches for 837 yards. That's an average of eight and a half yard, eight, eight and a half catches per game for 120 yards. Well, that sounds a lot like Drake London. Not maybe not as big a numbers because Drake was averaging like 11 catches for 138 versus 8 for 120. But you get the idea. It's the same premise. Because behind him, nobody has more than... Well, the tight end is 16 catches, but yardage isn't great. But receiver-wise, after Josh Downs, nobody has more than 11 catches. It's Josh Downs and Josh Downs only. But here's what we need to worry about. You go down their list of receivers, their long reception for the season, this is where we could see their their points be had. But if they don't hit on any of these, uh, I know I'm saying 38-21. Don't be shocked if they end up with like 10 points. I mean, Virginia Tech did it. And if you look at the games where Howell throws for like 200 yards, 150 yards, they, they barely get to 20 points. So I want to take it back. Somehow in Miami game, they got 45 and he went through for 150. But they, they ran all over Miami. So, But they're long passes where they get you. So these are, these are separate individuals. These are their longest receptions for the year. These are separate individuals on their roster. These are their long receptions for the season. 63 yards, 57 yards, 63 yards, 75 yards, 75 yards, 47 yards, 27 yards. They go big or go home. So, fuck them. Go home. No going big. And they have five guys over 20 yards per catch, but only three of them have, like, two of them are, I think, have two catches or and three catches or some of like that. But three of those guys have at least seven catches, and they're over 20 yards per catch. Like, they go big or go home. So, send them the fuck home. Send them the fuck home. Three and a half point favorite my ass. So I've been looking forward to this game for so long. 
and it's very, it's going to be very similar to USC. And think about the USC game, guys. If we don't miss a field goal, if Kevin Austin catches the ball, I, I don't want to play the if ends or butt game. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is we had the potential to put almost 40 points on the board against USC. North Carolina is not much different. And the big difference is Keaton Slovis was pressured all night by our defensive line, which, again, in May, I said it was our strength. Shocker, still is our strength. He was pressured all night long. And going into that game, I think Slovis was only sacked like nine times. I don't even know if I wrote it down. But I think Slovis was on the season was only sacked a few times. I didn't really write that. Uh, but how has it sacked tw- 27 times, guys? Again, that is worse than what we've been witnessing with Jack Cohn. Put that in perspective. That's how bad their pass protection is. And now you're going to line up the Emmy and DeLola brothers, Heinish, MTA, Foskey, Botello, Mills, Lacey, Cross. Uh, I, well, no, I think Cross is out. But it, you're going to put all those dudes, and they're going. We've been putting it on people all season. It's not going to stop. Not when we're about to play the worst offensive line in pass protection we're going to play all season. And if they think they're going to run the ball, try again. Try again. Go look at our previous games. Try again. Ain't happening. So, Notre Dame 38, North Carolina 21 or less. I'll say it, 21 or less. But three and a half point spread is a is a joke. Go bet it. Go bet your life. We're gonna win by more than three and a half. Alright. I I've been looking forward to this. I had a blast. This is this is fun for me, okay guys? Ranting and raving about the ridiculousness that is North Carolina's hype and North Carolina's football program. Sorry, Mac Brown, sorry Sam Howell. Uh, Saturday ain't your day. You are uh, about to drop another one. So, when you go to four and four, and um, I said at the beginning of the season you'd go eight and four. I mean, what have you got left? Oh, Wake Forest. Shit, you're gonna go seven and five. Pittsburgh. Ooh, six and six. Then you got Wofford. There you go. There's a win. North Carolina State. Oh, North Carolina could end up under 500. They could end up five and seven on the season. Remember, pre- who knew the seven for preseason seven had nothing to do with their where they're going to finish. That was the number of losses they were going to accumulate throughout the season. <laughs> All right, I've gone on long enough. I've ranted. I've raved. I brought back an old rant. Stuck it in the middle of this episode. The Tar Heels have stepped in some shit. And it's the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We're going to win big. And I hope, I hope we bring it. Uh, Play to win. Keep playing to win. Win some more. Just keep putting North Carolina away. But thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it greatly. Find me on Twitter at 5FootNothingPod. Email email five foot nothing pod at gmail.com uh, I love the interaction 
Let's keep it going. You know you will find me Saturday, Irish Car Bombs, all my dudes. Let's, let's have some fun Saturday, all right? Until then, you can find me on Twitter. Then when Saturday rolls in, go Irish, beat Tar Heels. Five foot nothing, hundred nothing, out.